My name is Todd Sear, and we are here at the USA Science and Engineering Festival, and I have the privilege to sit down with Dr. David Gallo. Hey, Todd. Uh, Dr. Gallo, it's so good to be here with you. Um, for those of you who, for those on the video who don't know who you are and aren't familiar with your research, tell us about the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute and your work there. Sure, I'm a, I'm a director of special projects at Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. That's a long word, but basically it's a place, a laboratory on Cape Cod, Massachusetts. We've got about a thousand people, so it's pretty big. But the whole idea is that if you want to explore the ocean, you can come to Woods Hole. You can meet up with engineers and scientists that want to do the same thing, and together you make teams and go out and explore. It's pretty cool. Oceanography is not something that people think about as a career all the time. In fact, we're at a festival with science and engineering. Most of the time we're thinking about space, uh, sure. computers and technology. What is it about the ocean that fascinated you as a youth to get you involved? You know, kick NASA's butt any day of the week, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Look, the oceans are 70% of the planet's covered with ocean. We've got the world's tallest mountains. We've got the world's greatest valleys. We've got lots of them, lots of valleys, many times wider and deeper than the Grand Canyon. Underwater lakes, underwater rivers, underwater waterfalls, stuff that you could never dreamed of we find at the bottom of the ocean. We find more life there than the tropical rainforest. All the life is really weird because it's living two, three miles deep in the ocean, incredible pressure, living not from sunlight but from chemicals coming out of the earth. There's hot springs. Uh, there's, on top of all that, you've got uh, things like Titanic and shipwrecks in the bottom of the ocean. So, you know, we're space... Space is about space. It's, it's what's in between these two things. You know, we have a planet here that's basically unexplored. And, and like every time we go, we're either surprised or startled. And in some cases, we see stuff that's totally revolutionary. What's the deepest you've ever gone? Personally, it's about three miles, I'd say, deepest in the submarine. You don't realize it's three miles, but uh, I mean, it's about three miles deep. What, what, what is it that captivates you personally? As you were a youth, I imagine this has been a lifelong pursuit. What, uh, what got you excited as a young person? It's a lifelong pursuit, but not continuous. Because as a student, uh, when I was in elementary school and high school, I had ADD. I didn't know that. I'm just figure, finding that out now. Uh, but I always had a hard time taking notes. I did horrible in tests, uh, really bad in tests. But I always was outside with my telescope. I was always building rockets. Um, I was always exploring, looking for fossils. So I, wa I was living the sciencey thing. But I had my teachers and, and guidance counselors saying, no, 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 you know, you better do something after school besides uh, use your brain because you just don't have the aptitude, which was devastating to me, really bad. Uh, so I, I sold shoes for like seven years. I was selling shoes and it was one day in 1976 flipping through a National Geographic magazine. There was an article in there by Bob Ballard about exploring the deep ocean uh, in the submarine Elvin. And there was something about that article that just flipped the switch in me. And I didn't get smarter all of a sudden, but I did get locked on, and my curiosity got turned on, and I just went from there and never looked back. So, uh, so from the beginning, I wanted to be a scientist. I read the book called Thor Heyerdahl, Contiki, by Thor Heyerdahl, called Contiki, which was amazing, because I think most people think that this planet's been explored, and the last explorer died in 1800-something. Not true. Most of it's still to be unexplored. Most of this planet is still totally unexplored. And, uh, you know, when I started in this, we had explored about 4%. Now it's about 5 or 6%. So there's still 95% waiting out there to be looked at. Oceanography is not something that they offer in high school. Yeah. What kind of things can students who are interested in learning more about the oceans do now yeah. to get excited, get involved, and kind of take those first steps? Sure. Num number one thing is keep your curiosity up. Keep that alive. And it's tough in high school. It's tough. 
because you're, you're being, you know, you've got to take certain tests, you've got to learn so you can test, take that test. Uh, so you've got to somehow realize that just like in sports, you've got to do the push-ups, sit-ups, and all that stuff, sprints. Uh, it's all part of the, the system. So keep that up. Find something that you're interested in, anything. If you're drawn to something, go at it. Be the best at that. And that will allow you, you can fall back on that later on. It doesn't mean you have to do that, but you'll be recognized for excelling in that as opposed to being recognized for not doing so well in other subjects. Find one and just excel at it. Be the best. Own it. You know? And even if you have to make your own thing, that I'm good at biochemistry or good at something French and, French and geology, I don't know, but, but find something and just own it, and, and that'll pay off down the road. So I've been speaking with Dr. David Gallo uh, here at the USA Science and Engineering Festival. You can hear more of what Dr. Gallo has to say at engineering.com. <laughs>